I learned that like what's meant for me is for me. Like even when it came to jealousy, you know, like I don't need to be jealous because if I want something and if I want someone, they're mine regardless. That thing is mine regardless. I don't need to hold on to it so tightly anymore. Even friendships. Mm -hmm. If it's meant to be, it will be mine. I didn't know that for a long time. My whole life up until I was 22, 23, I thought that I had to fight for shit. And if I didn't fight for it, it wasn't mine and it was never going to be mine. And once I let go of that control, ooh, the right shit aligned. doing good i hope they're doing good and we just have to right off the bat say so sorry for being a day late but if you're not on you know instagram which what the fuck are you doing you would have known why we posted a day late if you followed us on instagram exactly so do that but if you did it charmed and dangerous on there charmed and dangerous <laughs> if you did it <laughs> we let you guys know that we are actually in the process of moving and if you listen to other podcast episodes you already knew that but we are like in it in it now in it there's you know, boxes boxes everywhere <laughs> shit Stress. everywhere so it's a day late but we're still here yeah we can't wait to unload unpack and laugh with you yes i feel like we because we're moving and packing everything up like i'm feeling so nostalgic right now about like our house i mean you know sarah knows this but nobody else who's listening probably knows this this is the longest I've ever lived in one place. Both of us. For the both of us, yeah. you know? And that's huge. Like, we we moved around a lot, you know? I mean, I moved around a lot growing up between my parents being divorced and just, like, having the stability with you for the past seven, ten years, really, because if we don't count just this house, you know? Um, it just feels so wild and like it makes me happy that we were able to do that but like damn we got a lot of memories here <laughs> yeah we have a lot of memories here and yeah I on, I moved around a lot too as a child I mean I was moving continents <laughs> yeah I was moving countries yeah um so to have been in one place for seven years and that's the longest I've been in a place and it was during a very monumental like time in my life you know it was college and the years after college like those are the years that you figure out who the fuck you are who the fuck you're not what you want what you don't want like those are very very intense years mm -hmm. and I experienced a lot of those memories in this home that we're in with a lot of roommates this was our roommate's house you know and we talked about it before we experienced a lot of different energies we learned a lot about respect and the lack thereof yeah. from people that you live with and like manners, different types of personalities, conflict resolution, boundaries, heartbreak, like friendship breakups. Like these are all the things that happened in this house. So the fact that we're leaving it and we're starting this new journey together where where we know we deserve it, but also it's like it's bittersweet because we know we're leaving a part of ourselves behind. Mm -hmm. And in some ways it's like, I'm a child all over again, you know, where I'm having to start fresh. And it's also like exciting because I, I have learned so much, you know what I mean? But it's like, okay, it's time to close this chapter. It is. And, and it's honestly, exciting. 
It's exciting, but for my water sign ass, I'm like, <laughs> closure. Like, what is that? I'm like thinking about the past. Let's relive the past. Let's feel it again. One more time. Like, I want to feel it again. <laughs> like, I just, like, I get to a place where I'm really excited, and I am mostly excited, but then there's that 5% where I know that me physically leaving this place means that I'm going to be cutting a lot of those ties loose. Mm-hmm. Um. And I've done the work, you know, emotionally, spiritually, but now, like, I feel like my body is realizing that I'm actually leaving the place. They say you can't heal in the same place that you were hurt, mm-hmm. um, and I'm leaving that place because at the end of the day, I was hurt a lot in this house. Not like the house did things to me, but I was in a place in this house where I didn't have the best boundaries or I was just going through it with mm-hmm. people in my life, you know, and just figuring out who the fuck I am, what I want to do after college. Like, these are intense feelings, so to know that after I leave this place, I will kind of have a fresh start. Yeah, it is a little bit scary, but it's mostly exciting. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not going to lie to you. Like, there is something that sits in the bottom of my stomach that, like, scares me. Because it's like, there was so much trauma, I feel like, that I experienced here and a lot of trauma that I grew from. I'm almost like, where, who am I going to be without this trauma? You know what I mean? And all of this weight, because even though in some ways, I mean, not in some ways, like I have let go a lot of, of the stuff I have been here. So there are physical reminders that just pop up for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And when we're living in it, like it's hard to let go. Yeah. You know, I could be having the best day ever in my house. And for some reason I look at one corner and I remember something that happened there and I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Energy lingers. Yeah. You know, energy is a real thing. Yeah. And there's people in this house that we experienced in this house that we would never even think about speaking to anymore. Never. But their energy is still here. So of course we still feel some sort of tie between us. Yeah. And I just like, can't even imagine what I'm going to feel like when I really am able to let go of all that stuff. Oh, for sure. We're going to feel so free. Y'all, even when we were literally going into our new apartment when it's empty, like the energy just felt so freeing and just so lovely. Um, And it's calling me. (laughs) It's telling me to get the fuck over there because it's real good, you know? But I'm just like, hmm, got to take care of some shit over here, but I'll be there real soon. And it's just this like middle period of feeling like, okay, I have to let go to go there. I have to let go to deserve that. And it's very uncomfortable this time because, yeah, this was the house where we were kind of made. Yeah. No, 100%. Like, that's why I referenced that I felt like a baby. You know what I mean? Because I was born again in some ways, like who I am now from who I was when I first moved into this house. You know, I'm a completely different woman. And I, when my friends, like, they lived in houses for, like, a long period of time, I never got when they would be like, oh, like, it's so hard if they're, like, having to leave their home because I I really never experienced that. But now I'm going to look back of, like, seven years of, like, fun, good times, bad times, just so, – and it's all in one place. Yeah. You know, that's just such, like, a foreign concept to me. And I can't even imagine what, like – it's going to feel like after, you know, and what my dreams are going to be like, because I don't dream about this place now, but I know I will later. Yeah, for sure. I feel like it's just, it's just crazy to think that we won't be here. 
I know. One of the first things I said um, before we started filming this podcast to Maya was that, oh my God, this is the last podcast we're going to film in this place. And she was shook. And I was kind of shook because I didn't think about it until then either. And we had already filmed our last videos that we're going to film in this place too. And you guys, like, this is the place where we decided we wanted to be making videos on YouTube and to start a podcast together. Like, this is the home that manifested that, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's also another reason why it just feels so crazy that it's like, oh, like, well, thank you for being a place where I can make my dreams come true. Mm -hmm. And now I'm, like, ready to move on to bigger and better things. I know. It's it's also, again, hard because it's like, yeah, this house was so good to us. For seven years. Like how many people. It was home. We survived the pandemic in this house. And the safety of this house. Right. I'm so grateful for that. Right. Like how many people in their 20s can say that they actually lived in the same place for seven years. Like that's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. Especially. (laughs) And not even just in your 20s. We were. I was a teenager when I came here. Yeah. I was 19. Mm -hmm. I think you were 20. I was 20. Yeah. Yeah. So like that is insane to me. Yeah. Like that's wild. It's just like. This house. I was a baby. You know what I, I didn't mean? know anything. I thought I knew everything, and I knew nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. If right. you know where that's from, you're a real one. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt. I was like, whoa. I sure like, thought I knew everything, though. But I'm acting, I was acting like I knew everything. But someone should have slapped me and been like, if you think you know everything, why are you so sad? If you're from Africa, why are you white? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, you know like, what make I mean? It make sense. Like truly. Yeah. Like how could I have known everything if I was so miserable? Yeah. <laughs> well, like I was learning who I am. I don't think anyone was happy in their <laughs> early twenties. If you yeah. were, I mean, you were partying, and I swear that was fun too. But when you woke up the next day and you had to really think about who you are, <laughs> that shit is not fun. Yeah. <laughs> it can be sad some days. <laughs> but show, I. I'm so, it's funny though, because it's like, we keep talking about how I'm so ready to get out of here, but I do want to like, appreciate one last time, this house and all that it has done for us, you know, because we did start manifesting our dreams here and like, it helped us, you know what I mean? It helped us take off to where we are to like, be ready for the next place in our life. We should play a game. Okay. Where we <laughs> it's not going to be something intricate, but what we say is definitely going to be interesting. Um, we should both have our highs and lows of this house. Okay. And I can start since it was my game. So okay. So it gives you some time to think. Okay. So I feel like my low was going through my first ever spiritual awakening. Mm. Um, again, I was in a place in my life where I thought I knew everything, where I thought, Nothing can happen to me that would make me feel like I'm not in control of my life. I have everything together. And then, boom, came 2018 and my life was just in shambles, like in every single way. Career, friends, love, (laughs) (laughs) self-discovery. You know, this was a year after I graduated college, literally exactly. So I just felt so alone and I thought, Throughout college and a year after I had figured life out and that I was on top of it, I literally felt like I was dying when my first spiritual awakening happened because I felt like I was stripped of everything that I thought I knew. And this all happened in this house, you know, and I I had already been in this house for four years. Um, So I feel like kind of everything was leading up to that. 
my whole entire college experience and like a year after college. Like mm. I really thought, oh, I graduated high school. I finished college. I graduated. I'm on top of my game. I figured everything out, like I said, and I hadn't at all. Or the universe had other plans for me because I truly felt like I learned so many lessons in this house. That specific time period about friendship, self-worth, love, just who I was and just I always called myself spiritual. I didn't know what the fuck spirituality was until that year. Yeah. And that shit was so, so, so hard. That was the first time I ever experienced shadow work. Like, I didn't know what negative emotions I was dealing with. And when I experienced that in this house, I felt like I was so alone, even though this was my house. You Mm -hmm. know, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I just felt like I was a baby again. But it's cool because six months after, I want to say the second half of 2018, my high happened, which was learning to accept my spirituality, learning to finally understand that there is negatives as much as there's positives. And that's what makes the universe whole, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. whereas before that I was on that fake positivity shit, like nothing's wrong. Nothing can happen. I'm stable. I'm happy. I'm comfortable. And then when life happens and it shakes everything, <laughs> you're like, if I can make it through this, I can make it through anything. Because mm-hmm. you just feel so down and so low and you just don't know yourself. And once I came out of that, oh yeah, I felt unstoppable. And then I had spiritual awakening after spiritual awakening after that first big one. Yeah. And every single one I've had in this house, holy shit. Like I've had all of those in this house, but that was my first big one which was the hardest one Mm -hmm. because I just didn't know what to expect. I was bare. I was raw. I was naked. I felt like a baby. Yeah. Um, But I came out of it on top. And like that is one of my favorite things that I'll never forget about this house is that that's when I became spiritually awakened and finally started to love myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No matter what happens. Yeah. No matter who leaves. Yeah. That's powerful. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) It's like she was broken and she was made. Exactly. Mine is kind of similar. Yeah. <laughs> in the sense where Speak I felt like, it. I felt like in some ways, it wasn't this house, but I was definitely broken in this house. You know, like I lost who I was as a woman, as like an individual, who I wanted to be in my friendships, my relationships to my family, like all of that because of a terrible relationship I was in, you know? And we had one really negative experience where it got kind of physical and like I never thought I would be in a position like that you know so it was a huge wake-up call to be like oh shit my boundaries have been crossed so far and so many times that this person thinks it's okay to put their hands on me and that is never okay right yeah so that is always gonna be my low you know where I literally felt like I mean I literally was backed into a corner and I had to fucking fight my way out you know and no one should ever have to experience something like that but it will happen to you if you're like letting your boundaries get crossed. 100%. You know what I mean? And that's exactly what was happening to me. I was ignoring all the red flags. My intuition was telling me that this man was terrible, but I kept lying to myself 
And then it all literally exploded in my face. So that was definitely my low. But my high. (laughs) The good stuff. The good stuff is all of the love that I experienced in this house. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I had a lot of great friendships. I feel like even though I had my hard times, like, my girls were always there for me. You know? And my birthdays. (laughs) Why am I crying so much? Um, My birthdays are really special. Like, when all the girls could get together, like, those are definitely my highs, you know? Because I feel like even if I was going through something hard, my girls would always show up for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's my high. Like, I know who my tribe is. For sure. You know? Our tribe was made in this house. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, <laughs> our tribe was tested. Because <laughs> yeah. Maya and I are very, very welcoming girls. We... Our girls, girls, if you watch our videos, you know how many times we say that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And in this house, we definitely were open to a lot of different types of friendships. Mm -hmm. But a lot of those, a majority of those were um, toxic. (laughs) One-sided. I would say one-sided, yeah. Um, So the fact that we found our tribe tribe in between all of that was very special yeah because I have trauma surrounding friends Uh, I've had it my whole life I haven't had the best of memories with certain friendships so coming to college and like experiencing so many new friendships so often so many people I don't want to be like so many people want to be my friend (laughs) (laughs) like let me not sound like but like yeah I mean I'm pretty cool I'm a good ass friend If there were resumes for friendship, I would be at the top. Like, that would be great. Um, But, yeah, throughout all that, I had to fucking learn what's real friendship and what's not. Mm -hmm. And I actually learned a lot about loyalty here, too, in Mm -hmm. this house. Because I feel like I always – I still do. I love that I'm a loyal person. I'm a loyal friend. Like, no one can take that away from me since day one. But – I learned here who I should be loyal to. Yeah. And just because I have that loyalty streak in me doesn't mean everybody deserves it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know? Ugh. I feel like I really, really learned how to handle all types of relationships in this house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like... We were disrespected by exes. We are disrespected by friends. We are disrespected by roommates. Like oh, we, were just, we were just out here getting fucking disrespected. Right, no, you know? like, mm. And then I was like, fuck like, you. You're lucky I'm going through some shit right now. Right. <laughs> That's why I feel like I was getting disrespected because I was learning about myself. Myself wasn't fully there and people kept trying me. And I'm like, I have enough energy to figure my shit out or fight you. I'm not going to fight you right now. Right. And I expected you because you said you was my people to do right by me. Oh, but silly me for let fucking me just thinking. Let har har laugh right now. Right. Not to you, but both of us. No. we really did think that. We did. You know, I, I, I'm so. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm so innocent <laughs> in the way that I think that every friendship is going to be like my great friendships. That's cute. You know? Oh, for no, sure. Like I, I feel you. You know? I feel you. I've been there. And it's like, like no. Especially I mean, I don't when think... they're like really sweet to you and they're like, oh, you're such a good friend. Like, I love you. Da, 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 da. 
when I was a little bit younger, I want to say, you know, three years ago, (laughs) I would actually think, oh my God, they love me. Like them telling me they love me and they love my friendship is enough for me to be super loyal to them. Mm Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean shit. Nothing. Someone telling you, you're a great friend. Thank you for your advice. You're amazing. No, 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 no. How are they treating you? What are they saying to you? Do they pick you when deciding what to do or who to be loyal to? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, these things matter. Not just someone being there and being like, you're such a great friend to me. And you're like, I know. Right. <laughs> it's like, what? Do you want your ego stroked or do you want, like, people, you know what I mean, to be in real relationships? I'm saying this to, yeah, like, 100%. <laughs> Not to you. But you know what I mean? It's like, because it it is, in the beginning, when I was younger, it was very easy to just be like, oh yeah, I am a great friend. And not really think about how good of a friend you were being to me. (laughs) Another thing I want to talk about is also the fact that, like, there were people here that we considered family. You know what I mean? Mm And Listen, I have done the work to forgive and hopefully forget soon. (laughs) 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 But... That is the energy that is also holding on to me from this house is like those friendships that I considered like family, but they really, really hurt me, you know, mm-hmm. um, hurt us. Mm-hmm. Those things are going to have a huge effect on me moving forward. Well, like within the next week or so, because once I'm <laughs> out of here, you go. Yeah. <laughs> but like that is also some of the things I think about while we're still here. Mm-hmm. Like the friends that we shared deep intimate moments with those people because we lived with them so if you guys don't know what we're talking about like it's like imagine living with your friends you know what yeah, I mean? yeah you're living with your good good like friends like your good good friends you guys talk about everything everything they're going through everything you're going through how mm-hmm. much it hurts like all these things all these emotions you're experiencing together for years mm-hmm. and then let's say you have a friendship breakup it's different when you've lived with them 1000 percent and it's that much harder when stuff starts going awry in the friendship because you still have to be roommates and stuff too. Oh, 100% at that point. And like we were always good at that, but I feel like other people weren't always good at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I just realized something too that kind of irritated me through all the years, but I never really like spoke on it. Spoke on. Let's go, Libra Moon. Share it. I feel like, you know, this was always our home and we saw it that way. And all the people who came in, not everyone, but majority of people who came in. They treated it like a home. Yeah, they treated it like their temporary housing or something. That's You know? And that also made me, like, upset as a person. You know? Because it's like, either way, you're here for a year. You know, like, everybody would sign a year lease. So the fact that they wouldn't even treat it like their home in that year, like... It just hurt me. Oh, it hurt me too, but let me help shed some light into that. Yeah. Maya, some people don't ever take care of their home. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that's because, let me tell you some real shit right now, they don't even take care of their body, which is their real home. They don't know self-love. They don't know how to take care of themselves. They don't value that. So why would they value their external home you know what i mean they don't even value their internal home yeah i didn't just know that from the beginning at the beginning it would piss me off like you too and then i realized how much respect they show this house is how much respect they have for themselves and the people that didn't respect themselves had no respect for the house no it's very true 
Yeah. But I completely think you're valid in the fact that you're hurt over the fact that they weren't treating our home like a home because to us it was a home. And I'm trying to do that devil's advocate thing of like, well, they didn't grow here. They didn't experience things here. So what's their loyalty to it? I get that. But yeah, it is hurtful because it's our fucking home and we've done everything we can to make it as homey as possible. And like people loved it here. Yeah, they did. (laughs) Exactly. But they just didn't treat it nice. They loved it here. What's not to love? But yeah, yeah no, exactly. And God, so it just parties we've had here, the kickbacks, all, all the like, wonderful uh, advice and friendship yeah. and alcohol and like staying up till five in the morning I mean? talking about everything and right. anything, like spilling our hearts out, right? Showing them the city if they're new to the area. Yeah, like, literally, we were such great people. <laughs> I, know. I know, but at the end of the day, like I feel like that is what is so special about me and you, and when we you know, welcome people into our friendship or, you know, give them advice is that like, we genuinely enjoy doing that. Yeah. Like it's who we are. You do it for me. I do it for you. We do it for our bestest of friends. Like it's not like we were putting on an act, but it hurts because it wasn't appreciated. Like it would have been with our real friends or each other, you know, it just kind of felt like, Oh, whatever. Thanks. Thanks for helping me while I needed it. Bye. Right. You know? Yeah. It just felt one sided. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But then, again, on the flip side, that's why I'm excited because it's like, it's just going to be me and you in this new home. You know, I like, know. I love you. I love your that's energy. family. <laughs> right. That's actually family, just family in my home. And we've talked about this, you know, offline, but I think it's so cool that, like, it's just going to be you or my family now. <laughs> you know, like, no, I'm not living with anybody else. <laughs> 100%. And that just seems guys, so easy and relaxing. Do you know how freaking we're just we were numb to it but like think about just coming home and you don't know who's gonna be there like you have no idea i'm not talking like family like when you're at home family you don't know who cousin whatever uncle no i mean like you don't know what random stranger off the street is (laughs) gonna be in your house that's what happens when you live with roommates you don't know it's a lot of energy to take on in Mm -hmm. your sanctuary which is what i consider my home especially my room like i listen my space is my space and it's my sanctuary and i do so much work to make sure i'm comfortable there and safe there and protected there so the fact that i was sharing so much of my home with randoms it was a lot (laughs) and it started to feel like more a lot the older i got and the more into my spirituality journey i got and like just protecting my space and my energy because i just realized how much foreign energy was welcome there. Mm-hmm. A lot of foreign energy. And it's... Just, goodness gracious. It goes back to the point that you were saying of, like, how some of the gals we lived with, like, you know, they didn't even respect their temples. So, like, yeah, they were not always... Not always. Like, most of the time, they weren't bringing in great people either. You know what I mean? Misery loves company. So. Exactly. So and I'm people. not going to sit here and be like, oh, my God, I'm just so perfect. No. no. I had people that weren't great that came here. But Same. I had about two. <laughs> right. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I had, like, two or three people that I wish wouldn't have come here. Yeah. So, you know. Okay. So, what sign in your chart do you think grew the most here Mm. like between like your sun moon rising venus mars definitely my moon Mm. definitely my moon i feel like my libra moon always wants to just be like passive and let you know other people talk and just like okay well if they're upset like let it go 
Yeah. You know? And I feel like I really learned how to stand up for myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I still pick, pick my battles. <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> I know how to freaking stand up for myself. I know when to push, you know? And I feel like it's so funny as a Sag, as a Sag Stellium, you would think like, oh, Maya, like, yeah, of course, you're fucking blunt and you know how to push. And sometimes I do. But I feel like when it came to the matters of the home, stuff that is like really, really important, I wouldn't, you know? And I feel like now I do. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel like that's I feel like you should give yourself enough credit. You were pretty good at it. Oh, thanks. I mean, you're better at it now. Yeah. But you were s- still really good at it. Oh, even thanks. at the beginning. Better than most people. Oh, thanks. Uh-huh. Oh, I love you. That's I love nice. you, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Okay, what about you? What you okay. placement do you think mm. has grown the most? I mean, like, everything. But, like, yeah. <laughs> if I had to pick, I feel like definitely my Scorpio Venus. Mm. I feel like, just back to the loyalty thing, I just... And just, like, obsessive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I learned to control my urges in this house. You know what I mean? I feel like I was a very, very obsessive girl coming in here. When it came to everything in life, like, when I wanted something, I would be obsessed with wanting it. And that didn't do me any favors. Like, I would literally put so much weight onto that one thing. And if I didn't get that one thing, my whole life was crumbling. And even just with friends, because, you know, Venus also rules over your friendships. I feel like I learned that just because I've been with people for a long time doesn't mean that I need to be with them forever. That I can let people go. People are there. What, are, what is it called for certain seasons? Whatever right. the fuck that <laughs> quote is. Like, I learned that. Because I swear, you guys, I'm literally the type, or I was the type of girl that I, I wanted to make everything work. I felt like a friendship was on the line. I want to make it work. I felt like this was a man of my dreams. I'm going to make it work. I felt like this is the industry I need to be in. I'm going to make that shit work. You know what I mean? I was very, very determined, Mm -hmm. which is a very Scorpio Venus quality, you know? And I learned that, like, what's meant for me is for me. Like, even when it came to jealousy, you know? Like, I don't need to be jealous because if I want something and if I want someone they're mine regardless. That thing is mine regardless. I don't need to hold on to it so tightly anymore. Even friendships. Mm-hmm. If it's meant to be, it will be mine. I didn't know that for a long time. My whole life, up until I was 22, 23, I thought that I had to fight for shit. And if I didn't fight for it, it wasn't mine and it was never going to be mine. And once I let go of that control, ooh, the right shit aligned. And it's not scary because I'm not sitting there like holding on to it anymore. Yeah. My whole life, I felt like I had to hold on to it for, like, tight because someone was going to take it away from me. But if someone's going to take it away from me, it wasn't mine to begin with. Mm-hmm. And I learned that. Mm-hmm. And my Scorpio Venus is thriving. Because I know that. who I need to be loyal to and mm-hmm. what I need to be loyal to. A bitch is prioritizing. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. I love that. And I feel like you're so right. Like, the people in your life who, you know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> They love you and are 100% magnetized to you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, there's, like, only one Sarah yeah. in their life. And they know that. Yeah. And they know that. And you know that. And they appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't scare them. I don't scare them. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Because you know I've had a problem with that. Where I'm like, maybe I just need to tone it down. Maybe, like, I'm doing too much. Maybe I should be more nonchalant. And that is not me. Mm-mm. No. I am a heavy hitter. <laughs> passion. We got <laughs> yeah, lots, I lots got of passion, passion up in this bitch. <laughs> anything I feel. 
passion aggression. oh my god i was telling my the other day my boyfriend i forgot what we were talking about but he was just like i don't think you've ever said anything without passion baby. Like, like anything you feel it's with passion i'm like yeah because if i like it i like it if i hate it i hate it like i don't know what to tell you and right. i always have more to say about it mm-hmm. i don't do shit half-assed no Mm. (laughs) (laughs) and i feel like your people have shown that they don't have acid for you exactly oh and that was the problem i was trying to change other people's minds to make them not have acid for me Mm -hmm. why would i change people they are who they are right i got time for that right when there's people who already are willing to give it to me easily i would you for real i'm not gonna convince you why (laughs) i'm that you either come into it knowing i'm that or you're not here at all right and then you're going to think about me because you'd be like, damn, she really was all that. Yeah, I was. <laughs> and I still is. And I'm still going to be. Yes. And there is you being nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but actually. Uh, listen, me and Maya are very, you know, we're intelligent, positive women who are, you know, very woke. But also, <laughs> fuck all the people that have ever done me wrong. I'm going to literally fucking kill you in your sleep. Yeah, 1,000%. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I don't hate you, but like. I'm going to kill you. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, my God. I absolutely do. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, don't put don't, yourself in my eyesight, though. No, you know, don't real. ever get it like, fucking twisted. Let's make this work. The more I forget about you, the more I forgive. If you're in front of me, I will literally end you. So for your sake, stay away out of my eyesight. Yes. Because then I can keep being forgiving. Exactly. <laughs> exactly that you know yes i do know oh my god you get me yeah (laughs) bestie things yes oh my gosh because yeah i feel like i just finally broke down forgive and forget no you really did because like my whole life i was like "Hmm, yeah in theory whatever yeah forget forget and i'm like something about that doesn't seem right right but now i got it yeah no that's so it that's exactly it because i was thinking about that too it's like you know i can forget things because I got but other I, shit happening for right. me. I'm not sitting there but, listening to you, thinking about you. Yeah, but I'm also like, I'm not going to forgive it. You know what I mean? And, and even if I did, okay, actually, let me say this. Maybe I will start to forgive it, depending on the thing. Like, I will, because I don't want that hate in my heart, you know? I don't want them, li- no, literally what we just said, I don't want them around me, you know? And it's like, I know that I've forgiven them. But they can never know that I forgave them. You know, I want them walking around in these streets, scared of me. Yeah, you know? 100%. Like, I want them to think, like, oh, no, my, I really did her wrong, and I, I just shouldn't even, like, fuck with her. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Absolutely. Because then it just protects you. It gives you, like, an indirect restraining order. You know what I mean? Like, yes. <laughs> you think from the last time you did me dirty, I still hate your guts, which I fucking do, but I'm forgiving you because I love myself. But I swear, if you think that you can come around me, we're going to be back at square one. So we need to realize that we can never see each other again. And the next time we do, you better hope I've had enough time where I just look at you and I'm like, who is this man? I don't know this man. Right. You know, but if it's at all before that and I'm still feeling a little bit like, damn, I got done dirty. And I see you. Oh, I'm going to feel like it's it's fight or flight. Oh, for sure. (laughs) And I'm fighting. And this is us being very, very honest. Like, everyone's going to be like, forgive and forget. Yes, I know. In my deepest of hearts, I know forgiving and forgetting is the right thing to do. Am I there yet with certain things? No. No. Am I (laughs) learning to forgive you for myself, like you said? Yes, because I don't want to hold on to that stagnant energy that isn't doing anything for me. Like, that is hurting me. I don't want it for that reason. 
but also I'm just, like we said, a passionate, loving individual. If I think about the fact that I was passionate towards something, someone that did me dirty, it hurts my own feelings that I did this to myself. So I will project it onto you. You did this to me. Fuck you. I hate you. I can't believe you brought out this side of me. I know. You're mad again. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. When in reality, I don't really care. You know, like, I feel like, no, it's like, not that I don't care, but like, I've done the work. Exactly. I I know what you're saying. We don't want to give the power away to them. Like, I'm so hurt over you. It's more so, I really truly think it's not them as much as it is. Like, I can't believe I was so pathetic for you. Yes. (laughs) It's a me thing. Exactly. I'm mad at myself and you're projecting that anger I have for myself onto you, which is why I hate you. Yeah. Because it's easier to hate you than hate me. Yeah. 100%. And I just don't ever want you out here in these streets thinking that I forgave you. No, for sure. Because that is disrespectful to me. Exactly. I feel like I let you cross my boundaries again if I ever let you think that I forgave you. Right. Like, we ain't cool. You fucked me up (laughs) once and it was so bad that me and you, (laughs) we got beat. Right. (laughs) We did. It's over. (laughs) When I look at you, (laughs) I see you for what you truly are, which which is ugly. (laughs) Oh, my God. Absolutely. really, though. No, for sure. You know? I want to be the girl that forgives and forgets. I just, with certain situations. Can't. I'd be showering, and yeah. I'm in the shower washing my hair, and all of a sudden my mind's like, remember when so-and-so yeah. did that shit to you? I'm like, la, 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 la. No, literally, I'm like, what time. the fuck? Way to ruin my fucking I'm... therapeutic shower, right. and now I'm thinking about this whole, like, rapping the Drake song that's playing in my oh shower my speaker god. even louder, like, fuck you, I hate you. Right? Oh my god, I'm just... Thinking about some stuff again. <laughs> I'm getting mad thinking about it. Right? The Honestly, trauma is coming back. I know. And I swear and that it's is why because... why forget. And I swear it's also partially because of this motherfucking house. No, for sure. Because every time I... F- okay. This is the way... <laughs> this is the way I'm thinking about it. This is how I think it happens. I feel like when you're in the place where bad shit happens and you talk about it, the energies that happened at that night that you're thinking about, like, all of a sudden make their way into your body again. They're like, you remember us? This is how you felt when you were here that one time. You know? It's like when you're in that same space where bad shit was happening, that energy is just readily available to Mm -hmm. make its way back into your body. Be like, remember this trauma? You know? That's why you can't fucking heal. Right. It's like, I'm ready to get out of here. So when I think about it, the environment at least is different. Right. It's you know? not matching. Exactly. <laughs> like it has been for the past seven years. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, I literally feel like sometimes I was just living in my sorrowful days here. Like even though the last, I feel like, couple years I've been good, it just still makes me so sad knowing that so many of my boundaries have been crossed here. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, I know I'm stronger for it, but I'm not going to lie and say that it doesn't make me mad. No, it's... And why I'm ready to, like, get up out of here. <laughs> Another thing that is kind of heavy, but that I learned here was I honestly... I had, like, depressive episodes probably before I was here and, like, anxiety attacks, but I didn't validate what I was going through until I was in this house. Like I didn't finally tell myself, okay, you get depressed sometimes. You have anxiety attacks sometimes. 
I didn't even know the right language to even describe it because to me, before I was in this house, I was like, depression, that's what old people get. You know what I mean? (laughs) And then, you know, it runs in my family. So once I learned that like, okay, this is something I'm going to deal with and I'm probably going to have to deal with my whole life, but I can have more control over it. I learned all that in this house, which was also scary because I didn't know what I was going through. And then the more I validated myself, the more I felt like I had it under control more so than before. So I appreciate this house for that reason too. Because mm-hmm. it helped me, not helped me, it was just a safe space for me to feel all those crazy, dark emotions, you know? And as alone as I felt and as scary as it was, at least I had these four walls around me mm-hmm. where I felt like I was slowly beginning to understand myself and my mind and the fact that I may not always know what's going on or if I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the safety... <laughs> that these walls were able to provide while we grew is something I will never not cherish. You know what I mean? Like I'm always going to cherish this house, even though we had all the crazy roommates and all the trauma and all the bad shit that we went through at the end of the day, it kept me safe while I grew into the person that I am today, you yeah. know? And, like, I could never be mad at that, you know? No, for sure. Like, this is going to be the house that I'm going to be, like, we're going to be, like, 50 and drive by and be, like, remember when we lived here? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's so cute! <laughs> <laughs> and, honestly, I do think it's pretty special that we experienced quarantine that year and quarantine yeah, in this house because... Sure. We were in quarantine in this house. This is our quarantine house, dude. And like, oh my, that's just wild to me. Because I just remember being so scared about what was going on outside in the outside world. Like, what is this COVID-19? Like, I can't, where's the toilet paper? Oh my God, I can't go out. Like, oh my God, I'm going to drink a lot, you know, to numb the pain. All that was happening here. Yeah. In this house. Yeah. Like, it held it down for us. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm oh. so appreciative of it. I know. I'm crying again. Because, <laughs> yeah, I just feel like, yeah, this was, like, the first home I had. You know, this is, like, I lived with my parents, like, separated. And, like, that was their house. And that was their house. And, like, this was my first home. And it's, like, I'm so excited to leave. But also, I'm, like, I'm it's sad it's a little sad sad. we're saying it's like we're saying bye to our childhood home (laughs) no that's literally what i feel like like, you bitches are literally like 20 20. (laughs) (laughs) but you guys we were here since we were 19 and 20 that's wild right i'm like (laughs) it's wild you guys okay it's crazy up in here right i'm closer to 30 now than i am to 20 so who cares no it doesn't but i'm just saying as like you know because <laughs> oh my god age is literally nothing but a number no it really is but yeah i feel like yeah my whole life i didn't have control over it too you know and so the 100%. fact that we like actively chose to stay here for the past seven years you know because it was home like and a place of stability even though i hated it sometimes and i hated the roommates that we had like it was still a stable rock that i 
didn't have at any other point in time in my life, you know? (laughs) And I feel like also it was, like, the place where we found our voice. Because I don't know about you, every other home that I lived in, of all the homes, when we were always traveling and had a big ass family I never had my own room by the way you guys until I was in this house never I never had my own room uh, I was always sharing it either with my mom or my siblings like that's just how my life was and I loved it but I didn't realize how much of a privilege it was to have your own room until I had it here but yeah this house was the house where I just felt like what I said mattered I'm not saying that everyone listened but <laughs> also like I felt like I could share my voice and it was my space as as much as it was anyone else's and people are going to fucking listen to me. Mm -hmm. I was the youngest of six growing up. Nobody fucking listened to me. Nobody cared what I had to say. You know how hard it is to learn your own voice or to even speak up when you've been the youngest in your family for that long? Like I literally felt like what I said didn't matter for so long. And that's why my boundaries were constantly getting crossed because I didn't know how to set boundaries. I was just a little girl who just was living with her family. The youngest of six. Like, I didn't know what it was like to tell people how you feel and whether that mattered. Mm-hmm. I learned that in this house. That's fucking magical to me. Like, this house made me. Yeah. And it just makes me happy because it's like all the things I learned here. Like, I know I'm going to continue to use as I grow older and teach my kids you know what I mean and like teach them about boundaries and how to have like roommates and all this shit you know because my family didn't have that they didn't have that no I think it is so cool (laughs) everything we learned here is so cool and all the different personalities like one of the things I wish I could tell people is listen when you are in your you know late teens early 20s do two things live with different roommates to experience different personalities and get a sales job some sort of sales job because those two things will teach you a lot about people conflict resolution taking responsibility for your own actions like it's a really 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 good place to be when you come out of it after you've you know been working a sales job or after you live with roommates because you'll feel more comfortable talking to different types of people Mm -hmm. you won't feel like it's scary Yeah, because it's not scary. Like we're – everybody I feel like wants to communicate, wants to have love, wants to have successful relationships. But people are, you know, afraid to do it. (laughs) And it's like everybody wants this though. So why not just try to work it out? You're scared of what you don't know. Yeah. You know, the more you try shit, the more it becomes easier. Yeah. You know? For sure. And if you've been in a bubble your whole life – you're going to feel like, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. But when you're forced to do it or when you force yourself to do it, it just makes you a stronger individual. You're not going to be shaking the next time you're in an interview. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be at you know, a bar and get overwhelmed when someone talks to you at a party or whatever or a yoga class, whatever it may be. You won't be as afraid to speak to different types of people. Mm-hmm. That's a really good quality to have. For sure. You don't know who you're going to meet and what kind of experience you're going to have with them. Mm-hmm. So put yourself out there. 100%. And like I said, I feel like most other people want it too. <laughs> you know, they're looking for that connection, that communication. So like, why not you be the person to reach out and say something? Why not you lead the conversation? You know, better to lead it than to have other people do it for you. 100%. Because, I mean, that puts the ball in your court. Exactly. And that way you can be more comfortable. Mm-hmm. 
And you can end it whenever you want to. One hundred percent. Honestly, I just wish that more of us were putting ourselves out there. I really do because I feel like you don't know where life is going to take you if you just talk to people when you're out and mm-hmm. about, or even when you live with roommates. Like you just don't know what life will offer the two of you once you guys build that connection together. Mm-hmm. And what you can learn, what they can teach you. So important. You know? There is more to life than the friends you've had since high school and your family members. I'm oh telling you. Gosh, I'm telling yes. you. Yes. You have no idea. Like, please, actually. <laughs> Meet some. Yeah, put yourself out there. Yeah. For real. You're going to have fun. I promise you, you're going to have fun. Yeah, it's scary, but you're going to fucking have fun. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Like, deciding to move out of... My hometown after graduating high school was one of the best decisions I ever made. I mean, I always knew I was going to do it, but still to this day, one of the best decisions I ever made because I met people from, I met my best fucking friend, my sister. Hi. Maya, right over here. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I met the love of my life. Like, these are all the things that wouldn't have happened if I wouldn't have decided to go to college out of my hometown. Yeah. My mom would have loved for me to stay at home and go to college in my city. She would have loved for that. But I was like, no, I have to experience something else. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel that way, that's fine. But I'm telling you, if you even have an itch, if you even have a little bit of an itch where like, I kind of want to get out of town, do it. Mm-hmm. This is your fucking chance to do it. Mm-hmm. This is your sign to do it. I'm telling you. Do it. Do it. We're in big support. Changing your environment will change your whole – it can change your whole perspective on life, I think. Oh, for 100%. 100%. (laughs) You know, even if – even like just changing your room around. Like, you know that's something I love to do. It it changes my whole perspective on how I'm feeling about the day, how I'm looking at life. Like changing your environment, meeting new people, your life is going to be for like change for the better. It is. Always. You're going to experience life in a different way. You know? I feel like even when they're negative encounters like you learn something and you're a negative experience is just pushing you to a positive one mm-hmm. that's my way of thinking about it mm-hmm. mm. i'm so happy that when we were little babies <laughs> we decided <laughs> that we were gonna not actually little babies like 18 year olds 17 18 year olds right. that we were gonna go to sf state i know didn't even know you were not even a twinkle in my little eye 100 percent. and then and we, we got met. together and first week of college in the dorms. Yeah. Never left you since. For real. <laughs> Which is wild to me. Because I remember one of the first things we did was go on a hike. And I'm a hiker. I love walking. I love being in nature. And this bitch from LA. Not me. I drive. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, do we go down this hill? Like, <laughs> I was like, Mm-mm. I was like pittery pattering. But you still did it. <laughs> I did. So I looked at her and I was like, hmm, I think she'll work. <laughs> I was like, these girls are cool. I got to try. <laughs> I appreciated the effort. And yeah, ever since then, we were inseparable. Yeah. You never know who your best friend's going to be, you guys. Keep your mind open. It's true. All right, so if you guys are here from YouTube, you already know that we have questions on our YouTube channel that we discuss further here on this very lovely, spectacular, amazing, flabbergasting, flabbergasting <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know if flabbergasting is a word, but I just made it a word. Yeah, I think and so. okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like flab- so yeah. we actually had a YouTube video where we discussed Megan Fox's birth chart, the sexy, sexy. queen. Mm-hmm. 
And from that video, <laughs> we asked the question, which one of Megan Fox's placements do you see in her the most? Mm. So, Maya, what Megan Fox placement do you see in her the most? Oh, okay. Many. Right, many. <laughs> but I feel like my top two would probably be her cap rising for sure, for sure. I mean that bone structure (laughs) and I just feel like also the way that she's very composed you know what I mean like and the way that she just projects herself out into the world is just very cap rising to me also her mercury and Taurus because like I said in our video I feel like her taking a little bit longer to like come out in the industry and really speak her truth I feel like that was very quintessential like Taurus mercury energy because they take like they will always say what they need to say but they may take longer than other people you know and I feel like she did take a little bit longer but she got everything out that she needed to say yeah and we know where she stands on it you know yeah and I love that energy about her I know I love it you know yeah I I love that she has a mercury in Taurus yeah I feel like it just makes her very like soft-spoken but not her Leo moon allows that to also be more vocal but in a soft-spoken type of way Mm -hmm. because she's saying some real shit when she's speaking in her interviews but she's not really raising her voice or anything like that it's kind of actually monotone yeah (laughs) (laughs) which I feel like Taurus Mercury's can be a little bit monotone but you're still listening up because it's that Venusian ruled Mercury sign Mm -hmm. but I agree I feel like I love her cap rising I feel like her cap rising just makes her like I mean not to me because I'm a cap rising but intimidating I feel like I feel like I've always noticed cap risings it's like you're looking to get a reaction out of us and it's like it's not really given, mm-hmm. and I see that in her often. And just the way she dealt with everything. I feel like she had a lot of chance and opportunity to go off on people and yeah. just, like, call them the fuck out about the way that they treated her, whether it was while it was happening or even after the fact when people were fully understanding her experience in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I feel like she always kept her composure because I just feel like she knows she has better shit to do mm-hmm. and that she's worrying about the right type of shit. And at the end of the day, I don't think that can be because of her Taurus um, energy. Like, no. yes, Taurus is calm, cool, and collected, but they're not intimidating like that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Capricorn <laughs> risings can be intimidating like that, where it's like, okay, I don't know. I don't know. They're not giving me, like, any sort of reaction. I don't know if they like me, if they hate me, if they're going to come for me, if they're not going to come for me. They're, it seems like they're too busy for me. Yeah. You know, like, they're too good for me. Yeah. <laughs> You don't know where you stand, but yeah. also you're like, I kind of want you to give it to me. You know what I mean? Like, come step on, come step on my neck and tell me what's up. Yeah, <laughs> put me in my place. You know, because you know? I, mean? I feel like there's yeah, there's like that stoic look where it's like you don't fuck with them, but it's also like, come put me in my place. Yeah, you know, because I feel like there's a very sexy. Not that you guys are always trying to be sexy, but there's something very sexy about you know someone being like. I don't even know how to explain it. I feel like it's zaddy. You, you know, this, it's zaddy. We, y'all all got this, like, face, you know? And I wish – I just want everyone who's listening to literally just go and look up Cap Risings because a, a lot of them look the same. <laughs> you know what I it's, mean? We really do. You all kind of look the same. <laughs> like, you, we kind of – I don't know if it's – I really – okay, I think it is now. I really thought it was just me, but then I saw all Cap Risings, and I think we all have that um, one look – where our mouth is a little bit open and we're looking at you like you're a little stupid. You know yes. what I mean? Like we're just like, yeah. You know, it's like 
Teeth are showing a little bit. We're chin is up. We're looking at you a little sideways with a little smirk. Just mm-hmm. a tiny little smirk. And it's just like, hey, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> am I looking down on you or am yeah, I smiling at that's you? That's what we're trying to do. Uh, I said, or am I smiling at you? <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Oh, my God. It's true. I'm like, wow. She's like, no, not me. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but yeah, you, you you don't know if they're looking down or smiling at I, you. Yeah, I feel like I like that. Yeah. I like that. Because, we like it too. Okay, cool. As long as other people <laughs> like it too. I mean. Because I could play it off anyway. <laughs> and I feel like she also has that energy where yeah, she could like be she like, does. you know, like being sweet and then like you're fucking pathetic. No, I love this bitch. Exactly. I love this bitch <laughs> because they tried her, right? The media yeah. tried her. The industry mm-hmm. tried her. But I feel like at the end of the day, she's winning because she's like, I am still that fucking bitch. Everybody's obsessed with me. You are nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. she could have let that take over. You know what I mean? The depressive, <laughs> yeah. all the shit she went through. She could have really let that be like, okay, this ain't for me. I'm going to deuce out. I'm going to go have my family. I'm going to be, you know, doing my shit in private. But I feel like she is back and she's Better than ever. Yeah. You know? Yes. Bounce back game on point. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Iconic oh, queen. Megan we love Fox. Megan Fox. And we so love much. that she's living her best life. Yeah. Shout out to her Gemini Venus. I feel like her Gemini Venus is doing all the fucking things with Machine Gun Kelly. Right and I live for it. You live queen. Can you I thrive queen. also just say that I, I'll just speak for everybody and really for myself that she made every lesbian and bisexual girl's fantasies come oh, true when she said she was bi. Like, yeah. everybody has a lesbian crush oh, on Megan uh, Fox. Like, big come lesbian on. crush on I you. I got a big <laughs> lesbian crush on you. <laughs> and I do. And I feel like that was everybody's first, no, like, 100%. girl crush. I mean, till you know? this day, she is my girl crush. Yeah. Like, her and Rachel McAdams uh, are... Those are my top contenders. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it because, yeah, she's a cap rising and Rachel McAdams has the same sun and moon as me. Oh. So, yeah. Wow. My Scorpio queen and my Taurus queen. Yeah. <sighs> you know? Wow. Just gorge. 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 She's doing great things out here. <laughs> she will do great things. <laughs> okay. So, for our second topic, YouTube topic tonight, uh, we... Remember that list, y'all, that we discussed. If you don't know what we're talking about, this is going to make no sense to you, so make sure you go watch the YouTube video. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we are going to be discussing or naming the adjective that we disagreed with the most for the Zodiac sign and renaming the one, renaming what we think it should be. So, Sarah, which adjective did you disagree with the most? Ugh, okay, so... This list for Taurus, it had adventure. <laughs> yeah. And I have to say that I absolutely disagree with that. The absolute most Taurus going on an adventure, where, when, why? Like, honestly, Never. a Taurus will not go on an adventure unless you hold them hostage or unless the person they're in love with, like, is, like, dying. They're like, let's go on this adventure. Right. Taurus <laughs> will literally not do anything because it's adventurous. Like, if you're a Taurus, okay, maybe you got Gemini in your chart, so don't get all booty tickled. I'm just talking about the archetype. Mm-hmm. I have never met an adventurous Taurus. Never. They want to stay home. Even in, they even get, when they're sitting there and they're like, I want to do this. Like, let's do that. Comes the day of when we're actually supposed to do that thing, they're in bed. They will find a reason to be in bed. They don't want to do it. Absolutely not. So the word I'm replacing is I'm going to replace adventure to comforting. Mm-hmm. I feel like Taurus is very comforting. Mm-hmm. They love their comfort. They love knowing what's good. And if you don't know what's good, Taurus will tell you what's good because they know. Yes. That is comforting energy to me. They have figured it out, the things that they love. 
Mm-hmm. Like they don't give recommendations <laughs> unless they, they know they... that that's a mm-hmm. good thing that they love that they would recommend to people. That's very comforting to me. Mm-hmm. You know, fixed earth knows how to make people feel comfortable. For sure. So I feel like that's better for me. Yes. What no. about you? Adventurous was the biggest, one of the biggest lies I ever saw. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so I picked flexibility for Aries because that <laughs> is really just truly hysterical. Like there is nothing flexible about an Aries nowhere, anywhere. No. Not no. here. Um, we very much jokingly said in the video, but like, real life they are like little dictators you know like it's their way or the highway they don't want and i agree you know like they it like i said it's their way or the highway you know like they are not open to other people's ideas and when they say it if they say like let's do this and people are like no they're gonna throw an entire tantrum be so fucking pissed there's nothing the plan isn't changing they'll go on their own you know, like everyone else will decide to be flexible and go on a different plan to accommodate other people. The Aries is going to go on their own or be a total like buzzkill the entire time being oh, pissed so annoying. that, you know, we're having to do this even though I didn't want to do it. Like, then why the fuck did you come? There's nothing flexible. Because they want to yell at you. <laughs> if, yeah, that's what they want. Aries, <laughs> if Aries is doing something that they didn't want to do, they decided to come because they're ready to yell at you. <laughs> and they will punish you the whole time by yelling at you. They love yelling at people. They fucking live for it. It makes them horny <laughs> when they yell at you. God fucking damn. <laughs> they want company so they can yell at you. Right. Okay, so the word <laughs> that I thought to replace it with is either aggression or passion. <laughs> I feel like, you know, aggressive doesn't always, it, it comes with a negative connotation, but it could be, you know, used positively. Like, they aggressively go after what they want, you 100%. know? Like, they and learned, they get it. They figured out. You know? So, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like on the ni- a nicer way to say it is being very passionate because they go really hard for the things that they believe in and their causes you know so maybe passion is the nicer it is you know what i mean they (laughs) they don't stop till they get to the top no no i feel like aries aries does what they want without apologizing for it and you have to be passionate about your cause to do that you know Mm -hmm. they don't really ever do shit unless they really feel like it's the right thing to do for them Mm -hmm. and they have a way of making it about themselves so they're not going to second guess what they're doing like if i'm doing this is because i said i like it and i want to do it hard to not be passionate when you're doing things based out of you know your soul interest yeah (laughs) i feel like scorpio and aries have that in common 100 you know what i mean we're both very passionate signs yes we don't do shit unless we love it. Uh-uh. And even when I hate it, I will talk about how much I hate it with passion. Exactly. I'm not the type to be like, oh, it's not my thing. I'm like, it's not my fucking thing. You want to know why? I'll tell you why. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Always making a case. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, y'all. Thank you for hanging out with us while we discuss, you know our thoughts and feelings about us moving we kind of really wanted to talk about everything that we were feeling while we're moving and Mm -hmm. it would be cool to kind of document it for ourselves later in the future too and we hope it kind of helps you guys um if you are new here don't forget to follow us on our social medias yes we post every 
Tuesday normally for the podcast. <laughs> um, and every Monday and Thursday for our YouTube, like Sarah said, make sure you follow us on our socials because when we're not posting, we're letting you know on there. Charmed and Dangerous on Instagram and YouTube. Charmed and Dangerous. Charm and Danger on Twitter. Charm and Danger. Yes. We love you guys so much. We hope you have a great week. Leave us a review, too. Oh, yes. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is you're listening to us Share from. us with your friends. Yeah, it's like if you have fun, your friends will probably have fun because we a group, you know? Yeah, we, 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 we the tribe. thirds. <laughs> yes. Charmers, thirds, whatever the hell you want to be. Yeah. You're that. <laughs> yes, you're charming. You're dangerous. You're all that, You're sweetie. all the things. You can be whatever you want to be, baby, okay? Exactly. <laughs> we believe in you. Fucking rock this week. Yeah, have a good new moon in Cancer. Clean yes. up your home space. Set r- the right boundaries at home. Just do everything to make yourself comfortable at home. Mm-hmm. Have a lovely rest of your week. We love you. Love you so much. Bye. Bye.